Welcome to Story Chats at Inspi Romance. I'm Elizabeth Madry, and I'm here with my two co-hosts. I'm Narelle Atkins. And Valerie Comer. Today, we are talking about books and series, um, because we were talking a little bit before we started that all of us have series, and the topic leans towards series, which you'll see just in a second right now when I say what the topic is. Um, the Those supporting cast friend groups that make a story so much more fun uh, than when it's just the guy and the girl and you've got these big groups of friends who are adding to the the cast of characters if you will um and and just how much you would then end up sort of wanting to be part of the crew right and you're like I want to be I want to go hang out for pizza with them or whatever so um do close-knit sibling groups count here or are we sticking purely to friends? Narelle, what do you think? Well, I think they count because many people are best friends with their siblings. So how do you, sibling relationships can be very close or they can be very messy and complicated. But, so I think if you've got siblings that are close and are friends, then it definitely counts. Valerie? Um, I disagree. I don't, I don't actually disagree like in real life, um, but um, for, for this topic, because there's so many possibilities, um, I chose to stick with actual friend groups. There might be some siblings mixed in, but it isn't like straight up sibling, sibling groups that I'm gonna talk about today because we could do a whole nother topic on, on siblings some point the good the bad and the ugly there's an idea for us because uh, we never have enough ideas oh I think we do but uh, yeah <clears throat> but I wasn't thinking pure siblings like most people are not just friends of their siblings and nobody else mm -hmm. and I don't know if I can think unless you're looking at an Alaska or a really remote ranch or somewhere that's very family centric um, you're not going to just find that sort of family thing, if that makes sense. There's always going to be tag along people here, there, and everywhere. So, <laughs> so I don't know. I don't know. So the, I would think that siblings would be part of the friends group potentially, but yeah, it wouldn't sure. just siblings wouldn't be the only friends. Does that make sense? Yes, I, I will. I will give you that. Okay. Whew. I know. <laughs> Our taskmaster over here. <laughs> Excellent. Okay. Um, I tend to fall right in between. I, I like your lightest explanation. That's where I am. I feel like reasonably speaking, if they're roughly close in age, there's probably going to be at least one sibling pair, possibly trio in the larger friend group. But um it would be fun to do a, an, an episode on family sagas where it's, you know, everybody is purely like, you know, those 9,000 octuplets that were born. And so we've got a book for each one. Um, but I mean, but we do that as writers. It's like, I know, sextuplets. And it's like, you know how rare that is, but that's okay. But that's because okay because uh, Julie Arduini is doing a series like that on sextuplets yeah. and why not? I mean, I was kind of like bummed that I hadn't thought of it first. <laughs> Excellent. Um, all right. So basically we're saying as long as it's not pure family saga, anything goes. That's, that's sure. what we decided. Okay. Okay. 
but Valerie will look at us disapprovingly if there's too many siblings in there. <laughs> okay, that's okay. And Narelle will look at us disapprovingly if there aren't any siblings in there. So we've got no, it covered. I'm happy. I'm happy with all friends. <laughs> all friends is good, but I do think that, um, that there can be some very special friendships between siblings, and I don't think that should be discounted. True. Very true. Okay. Nobody knows your buttons like a sibling. That is very true. <laughs> yes. <laughs> we'll dive into books. Narelle, you want to go first? I will go first. So this is probably the only book I could think of and find that really is what an, an ensemble cast. And so when I think of supporting characters, I'm thinking of like the TV show Friends, where you've got this group of tight-knit friends. And so the book I'm thinking of, which I've talked about a number of times, is The Last Summer by Brandy Bruce. And it's a love triangle, so it's not Beth's favourite trope to talk about. Um, but it is a really fun story where the group of friends, if they, if that, if those friends didn't exist, the story wouldn't work, if that makes sense. We couldn't have just pulled these three people out of this friends group and isolated them. It just would not have been the same stories. And so that's where I sort of think the supporting cast of characters to include it in this episode, they actually really do need to make a difference in the story and support the story. And it's really fun to hang out with these people and um, they all they don't always get along all the time and you've got personality clashes and different things and the love triangle trope fitted very neatly into this um, particular friends group because the relationship dynamics affected every single friend okay. like and so it kind of interplayed together so that made it very fun yeah I can say they vacation this, together yeah is this a single book or is this a series it, that is a standalone and then the second book is the girl who misses out on the guy gets her own story in the, in after the rain so this is so our, a standalone and, it's not a series all yeah are, all the friends are in the second one as well no no because she she ends up on the outside and this is yeah she ends up literally walking away from that group of friends because at the end of the book I'm probably giving a spoiler away but the girl who misses out ends up moving to a different city finding not, her hero it's not really a spoiler because if you read the blurb for the second book it tells you her name I know this because yep. I went to look after our love triangles um <laughs> because I I'm thinking maybe I'll read it but I was like if that's the case I need to know who wins and who loses before I go so I'm like I'll read the blurb for book two since Narelle has said that's the loser so then I'll know um, and yeah, it says like right there in the blurb, her name and like has recently relocated to Blotty Blahs. So it's pretty, I mean, I guess it's spoilery as a book too, but yeah, there's no, the friends yeah. are only in the book one. So it but is the love triangle friend book. Well, the love triangle blows up the friendship group. And I think that's probably one of the takeaways of that book is how love triangles can be very damaging in so many ways and that's why a lot of people don't like love triangles because of the nodding over there yeah, yes, yes. the that's ramifications true, terrible yeah so that's why <laughs> i've the word you're looking for is love, evil they're evil if the love triangle goes that long and that deep then yes for yeah. sure yeah, so this book really shows if you want to blow up the set of friends and have them all hate each other. <laughs> and it was, and I think the problem with the, with the love triangle setup is that someone, everyone's going to feel like they have to take sides in a way, if that makes sense. Are you, were you her friend or were you her friend? And if you're his friend, well, you have to go with 
with her, the one he chose. And so I think it really, the whole friendship dynamics just implodes. And I think that's why that makes this book so interesting as well, because it explores those supporting cast of characters and their friendships and how the relationship dynamics of these three people just impact everybody else. Yeah, that's an interesting thought. And it makes me think too of of what happens in, in a divorce too, right? You might have been friends with both of them, but after the divorce, you kind of have to pick which one of them is really the friend you're going to hang out with. Can't yeah, yeah, it's hard to stay Switzerland. Like I love you both still, and it's like, no, you're not allowed to. It's like, no, I, yeah, I really do. And they're like, no, then you get neither of us. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Valerie, what's your first one? Well by this author that y'all may have heard of her name is Elizabeth Madry and she's very 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 good at friend groups and particularly she's very very good at guy friends Um, yes the first book of deaths that I read would have been a splash of substance in the taste of romance series which introduced me to Jackson, Ben, and Zach. And these guys live together. They're roommates, and they just interact in such a guy way with lots of pizza and video games and insightful, but very snarky dialogue. And they don't take any guff from each other and they call each other out. And Um, It was one of the first things that I noticed about Elizabeth's writing was how much I love her guys. That sounds terrible, Um, but it's still true. (laughs) And um, the same thing, because I'm just going to like, just going to give all the Elizabeth Madry at one time, um, is also like some of her series are more, um, more family oriented, as we were just talking about. So I'm going to leave that um, but the more recent so you want to be a billionaire series is also these guys um, uh, several of them hang out together and are in a bible study together and one of them always is supposed to bring dinner and they're very predictable about what they're going to bring and just that whole back and forth vibe again uh, to the guy friendship um, her, her girls are good friends too it's it's not that they're not but it's the guys okay I'm done I like writing the guys better because I mean my whole life I spent generally in a group of guys with one or two girls but mostly guys and now I have two boys and a husband so it works for me I'm pretty happy I don't know what I'd do if we had daughters I um I mean I'd have made it work right but I'm sure you would <laughs> but I'm pretty happy with my boy family here um so my first this is funny uh is actually raspberries and vinegar or the whole Farm Fresh yeah. <laughs> romance series by Valerie Comer. Oh, we're just going to have our little... That's what this character on the back. Um, but I love the first, the core group, the first three, Joe, Sierra, and Claire. Um, yeah. They're like the original girl pack who starts up Green Acres Farm. And Joe is fantastic and just ignore any reviews you read talking about Joe being snarky. She's fabulous. Snarky. She's well, she, but that's why she's fabulous because she's not this perfect little Christian cheerleader. She's like a real human being. So um, I love Joe in particular, but I love that friendship between the three girls because they're also, they're not like little cookie cutter girls. They're 
very different and yet they still get along, they argue uh, some, but then they figure it out and they each bring specific strengths and they, they make up for each other's weaknesses. And so it's nice because it's, it's like your real friendships would be. You, you're not only ever friends with people who are just like you, um, probably, <laughs> hopefully. That would be scary. Uh, <laughs> so um, I love them. And I go back and revisit Joe and Sierra and Claire quite, quite a bit. Um, they're fun. They're fun. And they do re- add to that group as the series went on, but they're my three favorites. I have been rereading them lately for a new new adventure set nearby. And yeah, I, I enjoyed their friendship. A new again. <laughs> Ralph, you got another one? I do, but I must say I agree with everything you guys have just said. <laughs> Although I would add just as a side note that um, one of the things I liked about the Hope Ranch series, and I know this is a siblings series, so it may not necessarily tick everyone else's boxes, um, is the ranch hands. So I think a lot of the relationships between the guys in terms of um, the ones that are working there aren't necessarily family. I think those dynamics are really interesting as well, and that counts as well. Um, And definitely the Farm Fresh series. I love the the three girls were fabulous. They're definitely favourites of mine as well. So the next one I'm going to talk about is um, Spring Splash. I'm not going to go into too much detail on this book because I will be talking more about the specifics of it in a later episode. Um, But in this particular story, the hero is a coach of a um, special needs swim team and his sister is on the autism spectrum and part of the um, team. And the heroine's a college student who is doing a research project where she's in sports management and she's basically working with him as her supervisor with this swim team and she's also a competitive swimmer herself and what I loved about the supporting cast of characters in this book is it's the guy it's the um the guys and the girls in the special olympics team um oh, yeah. the, the special needs team and they're beautiful friendships and that's what I love so it wasn't even necessarily they were friends with the hero and the heroine per se, although they were, but it was just that group of special needs um, people who um, just connected and the bonding and the fun and the way they joked and it was just beautiful. So that to me was just a very big highlight of that book was those special relationships. You're, you're right that the, the special friendship bond wouldn't have to be the hero and all his friends or the heroine and all her friends yeah it's a good point to to draw out a a a secondary group that's uh, also very very important yeah that's cool and if yeah and if you had to pull them out of the story I mean the story wouldn't have worked without those really cool dynamics and the different things and the way that they related to people and a lot of the things that happened in the story if you were to remove that it just it just wouldn't stand on its own and so that's probably when I think about a supporting cast of characters is they're not just um over over, yeah they're not just the friend that the heroine complains to or the hero talks to when everything's going wrong but they actually have some meaning in terms of the actual story events and and how the story actually pans out as well it's a good point Valerie what you got next um again I'm I'm all series all the way today uh Jan Thompson has a series called Savannah Sweethearts yeah and it's also a combo of friends there are some uh, sibling pairs in, in this group I mean it's 11 12 stories long so 
there's lots. Um, these people all attend church on a riverboat and they hang out at the same 24 seven restaurant, which is called Piper's Place. Um, they come in and out of each other's lives all throughout the series. And so that kind of makes you think, oh, I wonder when Piper will get her story or whatever, because, um, because this group of city, city youth, young people, young adults um, through into their 30s are, um, they just hang out together a lot and they know each other. And so you, you just, it's, it's not always the same people that are the, the supporting cast. I'm not saying this really well in each one. It's not necessarily the whole group every single time. And yet the whole group is important to it. So yeah, I, I thought that she did that pretty well in having um, a good solid group of friends to then tell um, multiple romance stories out of. I like that series too. I agree. Jan did a really nice job. Um, I like, like you mentioned, they're not all like big group of 20 who now we have to try and keep track. It's like you, they filter in and out and there's, but it's, yeah, it's, I like that a lot. And that's how life sometimes is, right? You might go to, I don't know, an art class. And so you'll hang out with the two or three people who are more into that. And, and somebody else might go to the gym and they might hang out with the people who do that. But then some, somebody might do both of those things and whatever. Um, it's more of a community feel um, than sure. just a tight um, click of friends. Oh, um, for mine, I'm, I'm going to skip my next one. And, and um, Mandy Blake was supposed to join us for this episode, and she woke up on recording day with no voice. So she <laughs> she uh, Facebook messaged me like, what do I do? I'm like, I guess we just miss you. She's like, I was so excited. I'm like, well, if you want to tell me what. So she's like, yes, because the series is so amazing. So this is Mandy's pick. I have not read it. So if I'm vague on details, it's just because I'm going with what she frantically messaged me. Um, but it sounds really cool. And now I totally want to read it. Um, it's the Alaska Romance series by Evangeline Kelly. And I always enjoy Evangeline Kelly's books. So um, I'm, I don't know why I haven't read it, but I haven't. Um, and the group of men in Alaska start out as good friends um, and the women become friends, but uh, she really likes how the women all seem to be sort of fish out of water from what she was describing tropes going to this homesteading kind of situation in Alaska. So they're not in Anchorage where there's like modern life there, you know, like in the Yukon territory or something. Um, she told me this one in the first book, um, the woman, I guess they got married before she goes out there and then, but she's like having extreme second thoughts because she has to take bear spray with her to the outhouse to go to the bathroom because there's like not even indoor plumbing. It's like seriously roughing it. Um, he, and he sort of forgot to mention that to her. Apparently. Yes. Like, by the way, <laughs> so like, bear spray is a real thing, is it? Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. And what, is, what does it smell like? Like what exactly? Are you, what's it's in a it? pepper spray. It's yeah, really okay. strong pepper spray. Um, you got to get them in the eyes or you just make them angry. So, you know, you got to be careful. That's probably yeah. illegal here. We're not allowed to have pepper spray in Australia. So we may not be allowed to have bear spray either. Um, but don't we don't have, have bears. bears. <laughs> we have koala bears and they don't cause us any grief if we want to go to the bathroom at night. Right. <laughs> we have grizzlies. <laughs> oh, I've 
petrified of the thought of bears. I read a story about a bear and I'm like <laughs> freaking out <laughs> at the thought. I have to write yeah. a few more bears in. Yeah. Just to scare me. <laughs> yeah, just for you. Um, we can do a bear episode. That'd be fun. <laughs> really fun. Me and Evangeline Kelly. Yeah, Evangeline Kelly's Alaska Romance, the, the men are friends. And then the women, as they, you know, come into the circle, they become couple friend, a couple friend group. Um, it sounds super fun. It does oh. sound fun. I've read quite mm. a few Evangeline Kelly's, mm. but I have not read that series either. So apparently I am lacking and I should get learn more about how to write bears. Bear spray. <laughs> yeah, totally. <laughs> Alaska makes sense though. I think I meant, did I mention that earlier? Like Alaska is one of the places I think that this would be the yes. supporting cast because it's small community, tight knit, and also being in that type of environment, you've got to be relying on other people to survive in many yeah. ways because this, it's a harder yeah survival aspect you know alaska or like the outback right would would work yes. too um anything yeah. any of those things where it's you can't just drive down to the grocery store you have to rely yeah. on the people who are near near you whatever yeah. that definition of near happens to work out to be yeah um cool all right do you have a third one Nero? Oh, I have a few, but I can't make up my mind. All right. So I'll go with, since since I wasn't going to talk about this because Mandy was going to be here and I figured that she'd talk about it. But I was going to talk about her series, um, The Blackwater Ranch. Mm-hmm. And what I loved about her series is it's a guy. So the cowboys are friends and they, they'll they eat together and socialise together. And I just think that's so fun. And I think yeah. the, this supporting cast of characters with cowboys just makes perfect sense to me. And I think there's very, Valerie's cowboy books as well. Mm-hmm also have a similarity although some of them are siblings and more family related Um, but if you've got a big ranch you're going to have ranch hands you're going to have people doing different jobs around the place living in this small Mm -hmm. community and so by definition I think most cowboy books would probably tick the box for this episode yeah I was just as you were saying that thinking I, I I can't think of a cowboy situation that wouldn't fit this because again you go back to somewhat isolation rural at least you know and and do for yourself and you rely on the people who are right there so you have to I mean and then if somebody is not able to integrate into that friend group you've got some really great conflict built in automatically yes (laughs) yes no it's true for sure yeah more me you oh always more always more. <laughs> almost almost always more um emma st Clair wrote a series called the sandover beach series and um some of her newer stuff is more um clean and wholesome um but this series is very it, it definitely is ccr it's a group of guys who do a bible study together and hang out there's a, a store manager a fireman a police officer etc uh, so there's plenty of uh, scenes where the guys are interacting with each other, um, often as a group because they do Bible studies together, but also, you know, as different guys hang out for different purposes. So um, I, I found, yeah, that she's she's got a good good group there. Oh, um, for me, my next one doesn't meet doesn't meet Valerie's requirements because it is siblings but um 
but there are also members of the group who are not necessarily related. So I'm going to call it, but it's primarily siblings. It's Tara Grace Erickson's Bloom Sisters. Um, and I just think it's fun. They have a farm. So there are some of the farm hands and then the people who help with the wedding venue. They've had, they have a fairly large operation. Um, yeah. So I'm going to say it works, even though it might be better for okay. like family sagas, but um, I just love. We can revisit it for that. Right. Absolutely. It's, it's a fun family that you just sort of wish that you could hang out with. And I think that aspect of it is, is why I went to it almost immediately um, and then went back and forth because they're siblings. I'm like, well, darn it, I'm going to do it anyway. So <laughs> wow. you're the host. Well, it, gets a chick, it gets a chick from me. And I think family, that sort of family business setup is just so fun. And yeah. whether that's a ranch or whether it's a B&B or whether it's um, a resort or whatever, I just love those types of stories where you get all those fun interactions. It's, it is interesting because as siblings, we, we grow up together, like we said earlier, pushing each other's buttons and knowing this stuff. And then as then to think about those children growing up and still working together and mm -hmm. having to figure out how um, the things that have always irritated you about, you know, the middle brother or whoever, uh, how you can still work together I think yeah there's a lot of potential in uh, yeah. yes in a group like that for sure yep we have time if everybody has one more I'll be very fast <laughs> so and I'll, I'll, I'll be quick so there are, another one that Another one that came to mind was um, Terry Farris's Restoring Heritage series. Mm, and yeah. we've talked a lot about guy friends in this episode, but this is a really good one, I think, for um, female friendships as well. So then, and the other thing that probably makes it easier in the, her books to have the um, supporting cast is that she has the romance subplot as well as the main romance. So we have four people involved in romances in the book who then all have friends who live in a small town in Michigan who may want, and they're related to some people, but not other people, but they mostly went to high school together, but not always. And um, yeah, I just love the supporting cast aspect of that series. And I would keep pushing myself. I keep reading through the series because I want to read this person's story, if that makes sense. Oh, totally. So I think that's another thing that can be really fun about the supporting cast of characters is that you're introducing your future heroes and heroines to the readers who are then like, I really like her or I really like him. I can't wait to get to his story or her story and read it as well yeah. so it's great for read through I think from a reader's perspective yeah yeah no, I agree with that and that's why I think as as an author I do try to have groups of people that have either positive or negative chemistry <laughs> with each other or a combination preferably yeah. yeah showing up in the first book in a series because yeah pretty soon readers are going but what about him what about her and yeah. I'm wondering too, because I'm not a planner. I might know that that person's going to get their story eventually, but I, I don't <laughs> know the details until I get there. And so I'm like, yeah, what does happen to them? I want to yeah. know. Too. All right, Valerie, what's your, what's your last one? My last one will be Valerie M. Bodden's Hope Spring series. Again, this is a mix of friends and a few siblings. And again, they're not all 
all all the time in each book and yet they do show up because they're because they're friends and they hang out and there's always yeah somebody coming in from outside might be um somebody from the group's past as in the time when you know the bad girl came back to town um but sometimes it's new and sometimes it's this way or that way and um again just i, I find that her um group of friends is it's fun to hang out with and I think I would enjoy having dinner with them they often get together for a meal and uh, kind of potluck it and I'm like yeah I would take an invite to that mm -hmm. I'd love it yeah I'm gonna go sweet um versus CCR so no faith arc but nothing objectionable um and that is I'm gonna say the San Diego Marines by Jess Mastracos, but mm -hmm. really honestly, what I love about how she does this with her group of Marines, it's very similar to the way the Marine Corps works, right? Is the people, people move around. So then they show up again in the other series, you know, sort of in passing. And so you never really lose sight of any of the friends um, and as you're making new friends. So um, she has a new series now that is, um, the Kailua Marines, so they're in Hawaii, so that's kind of nice uh, if you need a tropical vacation to Hawaii. <laughs> um, but I, I feel like because the Marine Corps, you know, or any, like you would see it with police officers or firefighters, often their profession um, creates sort of a, a band of brothers, if you will, um, yeah. to use a truly military <laughs> phrase there in that one. But, um, you know, and so you have that built in almost family but they're not true they're not blood family but they're almost family because they they have to rely on each other in in those situations and, and they have so many shared experiences right so it makes for a great friendship group um and and so the support of that group during the romance is always kind of fun and then there's the joking around and the pranks and the you know making it harder than it needs to be maybe um you know just goofing around with each other I really enjoy that aspect of it she's got a good writing style I like her writing yeah all right and now we're pretty good on time um I'm sure we missed some so let us know Oh, yeah. <laughs> really, really quick. Lee Tobin McLean's Sacred Bond Brothers. Yes. Oh, yes. A, group, a group of guys who were in foster care or from rough backgrounds banded together under one leader who really went to bat for these guys. So there's a lot of, I mean, the title, the title of the series, Sacred Bond, kind of tells you. So I'm done. Yep. Okay. That was one on my list as well. <laughs> I didn't know if we were going into sort of the more military side. And then I think of like Dee Henderson's, um, I know it's romantic suspense yeah. with the um, the danger in the shadows was more romance. But again, there are sit the, those connections are very strong. I just think readers just love this type of story. And that's why I we do. just as can't. As a reader, I yeah, do. Me yeah. Too. yeah, me too. Bell yeah. Calhoun has a series of um foster brothers oh yeah that's right she does yeah. uh i'll look it up i don't i don't have the titles for them on the top of my head but i will look for them they were they're fantastic i remember yeah, they're loving a few those. years old i remember reading yeah. quite a few of them i'm not sure if i got all of them but i've read quite a few yeah and again we could do that, an episode on that <laughs> so many foster siblings <laughs> yeah yeah that could be fun yeah 
Um, so let us know what we missed, even with those last minute additions thrown <laughs> in, because um, there's more. There are so many um, fantastic friend groups out there. Um, and maybe let us know what, what it is about the friend group that we missed that you loved in particular, so that it's more than just, you know, you guys forgot this one because we know we forgot, we know we forgot it. Sorry. <laughs> we have forgotten them, but there's really only so much we can talk about in 40 minutes. Yes. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Especially when it's supposed to be 30 minutes. But you know. <laughs> oh, is it? Oops. um thank you okay and um if you're watching on youtube don't forget to subscribe and hit the notification bell and we will look forward to seeing you again next week in the meantime don't forget to fall in love with a good book goodbye everybody bye goodbye everyone <laughs>